0: Love
1: Talk Radio Get your up, yeah Welcome to the show It's Straight Talk with Joe Welcome to the show It's Straight Talk with Joe Hey,
0: welcome another episode of Straight Talk with Joe. Um, my name is Keith, um, and with me tonight, I have a very special guest uh, filling in for Joe, is Joe <laughs> from Finding Faith.
1: Say hello, Joe from Finding Faith. Hello, Joe from Finding Faith. <laughs> good one. that's good one. Thank you. I had to.
0: If you watch uh, Joe's series uh, on YouTube, you'll understand that joke. But uh, welcome, this is Straight Talk with Joe where we just talk about different things uh, going on around us of the faith and how we can, you know, um, edify one another with conversation. Um, So to get started this episode tonight, um, something that's been on my heart a little bit but before we get into it, um, I just want to make this disclaimer. Um, we are not theologians, uh um, no. we're not pastors, mm-hmm. we're not, you know, but you label a teacher, whatever qualifiers for that that you have. We, we are just, uh, disciples of Christ. We, we love Jesus Christ. He is our savior. And we try to grow together and do this walk with each other, um, so that's what who we are, um, and uh, we just want to open up with a very quick prayer, uh, just invite the Holy Spirit in to, to guide the proceedings tonight. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you right now for this time of another episode. Um, to the people that are listening, we just pray that you know good seed is planted in their heart that they can just use these truths, of whatever we speak through the Holy Spirit. Um, and that they use your good, uh, whatever it is that you want them to, to, to hear and meditate on. We, we pray that you reveal it to them so they can apply it and watch your power at work in fullness. We thank you for this time.
1: In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Joe, what's hey. up, man? Oh, <laughs> you, you know what's going on. I'm at a very um, cool point in my life. I do... Uh, YouTube channel, like Keith mentioned, and one thing that's not, well, hopefully I'll have a video on this pretty soon, but I'm in the process of getting ready to graduate from graduate school tomorrow, and basically, congratulations, thank you, so I'm going to go on stage, I'm going to get a paper that's not my degree, and I'll get my degree in the mail weeks and weeks in the future, Mm. but it's still a very important you know, ceremony, it's very symbolic and it's still a big event in my life and I'm still really excited for it so that's kind of the big thing at the present moment it's just right tomorrow so yeah well uh,
0: congrats on that man yeah the blessing yeah uh, yeah man tonight we are talking about blocking out Jesus Christ the Son of God. Um we want to read from this scripture uh, in 1 John chapter 4 verse 15 um it says basically you know if anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the son of God God lives in them and they in God um there's a few passages a few verses that talks about believing on the son of God or uh you know, believing that Jesus Christ has taken the taken away the sins of the world through his blood, um, things like that. And tonight we're going to discuss Jesus's teachings, and then hit the, the person. And I don't know if you're familiar with this, Joe, but i'm I've, I've heard this a lot. And I'm trying to make sense of it. Where I would encounter someone that believes Jesus existed, Mm -hmm. read his teaching, read the Bible, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: admire his teachings, Mm -hmm. might even do his teachings. But they reject their Savior. Or they reject that he's the Son of God. They reject that he is God. They reject these things.
1: And I'm trying to figure out why. Well, I have some thoughts on that, actually, if you'd like to open this up for some discussion. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Well, first of all, I think a lot of it comes from there's a lot of people who are really made uncomfortable by the idea of the supernatural for Mm -hmm. whatever reason. So they'll hear the things that Jesus says, you know, the teachings that people think of as good, sound teachings, practical, you do these things and it's actually good for you. And they'll take those. So That's kind of what you're talking about. But they'll reject the supernatural, Mm -hmm. not realizing that much of what Jesus talked about was very supernatural. They don't have this objective view. Because if you look at Jesus objectively, he said some things that, you know, they're pretty radical today. There there is um, an author who, I read a book of his, D. James Kennedy, does that... Uh, Ring a bell? Oh, no, it doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, he was a pastor with a Ph.D. in, and he lived in Florida, I believe. Mm -hmm. So, Kennedy, uh, in one of the chapters of the book, the book is called Solving Bible Mysteries. Oh, okay. And in one of the chapters, he says, says basically, that you have three perspectives of Jesus, basically. Mm -hmm. Either, and it's very easy to remember, because he was very uh, mnemonic about it. So liar, lunatic, or lord, mm. right? So you think of the supernatural things that Jesus said. Either Jesus said these things, didn't really believe them about himself, and he was just trying to look good by claiming to be God when he really wasn't, right. which, think about it, kind of makes him a cult leader. Or he is a lunatic, in which case he really did believe these things, but he wasn't actually the Son of God, God in the flesh, which is really emphasized in John's Gospel. We were talking about that earlier. Or... He's Lord. He really is these things that he claimed to be that are part of 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. He really is God in the flesh, and he really is worthy of being worshipped. And that's really hard for a lot of people to accept for all kinds of reasons. There's pride. There's fear. There's. It's kind of difficult to accept that there's this whole other spiritual world that we can't really directly interact with or really even see with our eyes we can see the effects of it but it's hard for a lot of people to really accept that and because of that i think that it's really hard for a lot of people to really have a healthy holistic view of christ they just see the teachings stuff that makes sense and is tangible to them and they'll kind of sidestep work around the other stuff that jesus talked about christian science can do that a lot Mm. christian universalism can do that Mm. there's I, I think Jesus himself—I don't remember which verse this is—but you know, he he said something along the lines of, you know, there's oh that's what it is. It's in um, Matthew. He says, "Many is the way to um, to darkness or to death. You know, wide is the gate that leads to Hades, or something along those lines." Yeah, yeah. But narrow is the gate. Narrow is the way, right? Yeah, yeah. straight is the way.
0: Yeah, and few that be there find it. Exactly. Right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's that's a good point. You you have to have these views. I'll never forget. I'll share this uh, story. Um, This happened not too long ago. I was was out um, talking to this guy, and he was just coming down on, I guess, Christians or the religion of Christianity. And he kept using pronouns like we and you and y'all and all this other stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Um, but then I just tried to keep redirecting him back to Jesus Christ. And he's like, oh, yeah, Jesus, oh, I love that guy. Oh, he, he's great. You know, I love his teaching and this, that. That's a beautiful teaching. So I can only assume he's probably talking about maybe the Beatitudes, you know, which, which is beautiful teaching. Yeah, um, a lot of things he taught is very beautiful. But then when I said, you know, well, do you believe, you know, he died for your sins, or do you believe he's the son of God? Things like that, he just checked out of the conversation. And it was just kind of like, well, it, Jesus taught that. How can you not? How can you like his teaching, but not like that part of his teachings? You know, like mm-hmm. what? What about the Going to the cross for you, don't you like? Is 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 it like you just want to pick and choose what you like that he said, and but just neglect the most important thing that he taught? Was with his right? His whole mission, or the, the 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 climax of his whole mission was the cross, and, and he rebuked Peter sharply. And
1: Peter said, "Hey, I got to do this." Well actually I, I read um the book that I was telling you about earlier. I was reading a book to kinda of do a little advertising for, for someone that I've never actually met. I read Among Wolves by Dottie Lewis.
0: Okay. And
1: his big point in that section where Peter puts Jesus aside and Jesus is kind of really emptying up the disciples. Yeah. Right? He's saying, All right guys, we're gonna do this, we're gonna storm the gates of hell and you can imagine the disciples are getting all excited and he says, And you know what the best part of the plan is? And they go, What? I'm gonna go and I'm gonna die. And then the, you can imagine that they're just really disheartened when they hear that. All of a sudden, Jesus is talking about dying. You know, He's been with them for years, and now yeah. he's talking about literally being killed in the most brutal way that mm-hmm. most people could probably think of. So Peter takes him aside and says, dude, what are you doing? You're bringing the mood down, basically. Yeah, yeah. And then Jesus says, no, you're thinking of the things of man. And we do that. We think of the things of man. We think of what makes best sense to us. And what wow. probably made best sense to Peter was... Jesus continuing his ministry, Jesus continuing to heal people, not dying because he didn't think of Jesus taking on the world's sin, even having just confessed Jesus as the Christ, or at least as Matthew said this.
0: Right. You know, that's a great point. Um, even Peter struggled with
1: his teaching. Yeah. You know, he got, he got, you All know. of the struggled with Peter's teachings. And I think to kind of come back to an earlier point of yours with the guy that you were talking about, I obviously don't personally know this young man, but just based on what you said based on what I generally understand of human nature, I, if I had to conjecture where this guy was coming from, I think it is easy to see kind of the stereotypical religious outlook that so many people seem to have in this country. And I say so many people seem to have because I don't think that's as many people mm-hmm. as actually have that. Mm-hmm. So there's um, a college professor that I met last summer while I was in Sacramento. And, you know, he and I have a video series that we're finishing up on my YouTube channel. You guys can go check that out. Keith will have the link in the description to that for this video. But one thing that he put really well is that, yes, there are people who have, you know, very strong, arguably crazy beliefs within, you know, the Christian field. Mm -hmm. But they're typically... The loud people, and that doesn't mean they're the majority. They're just a louder minority. But if you actually have a conversation with people, you'll find that there's fewer people who really believe some of the awful things that people like, for instance, not to call out the church, but I'm going to do it anyway. The Westboro Baptist Church, for instance. Mm. You know. So another verse I think that's really relevant is in the Book of James. So if you go to James one twenty-six. James one twenty-six. Yeah, I'm going to read. Um, to the end of the chapter, which is really the end of verse 27. Now read it, Joe. Read it, brother. This is from the NIV. He says, those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Mm. And I love the book of James you know in just in two verses he just he really hits on such a strong topic there there's this huge sense within the Christian community sometimes just that religion is about this is what you don't do this is how you leave a live a life that's clean, but it doesn't talk about things that you should be doing and yes, James in those verses, he does mention that you know, you need to keep yourself polluted from the world. But he says you need to be doing these things. You need to have active love. Right. And Jesus' sacrifice is this extremely, it's the most powerful act of love yep. that's ever happened and yep. has ever recorded in any form of literature. Mm. I have never heard of anything, in any story, that matches the sacrifice of Jesus. I'm still trying to comprehend. <laughs> Seriously. It, no, I, I am too. I...
0: It, 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 I, I Paul even says that in one of his letters. Like,
1: mm-hmm. hey, maybe my prayer... I'm sorry. It's no, it's okay. And, and honestly, maybe with this young man that you met, Keith, that may be this a little bit too, but there was a time, and it can still off and on make me frustrated, but it used to kind of make me mad thinking about just how great this act was. Not because I wish I could have been it myself or anything like that, but just because we are so
0: deserving of
1: this. It's so easy to think that there's this sin hierarchy, you know, because I only have the sin of anger in my life and someone else has the sin of, uh, I don't know, someone else has gotten divorced, right? It's very easy to have that us and them mentality, but all sin is equal. It's different from each other. Mm-hmm. But it's equal, and it's all equally bad in the eyes of God. All men have sinned. All women have sinned. We are all guilty of sin. We all need a Redeemer in Christ. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what people who have a hard time accepting Jesus have a hard time with sometimes. It's just accepting that they are as unworthy on their own, without Christ, of redemption as someone else. And it's hard for them to have that kind of compassion for another sinner that they he's having the worst sin than they themselves have. And that's just, it's a really hard mentality to break out of. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, one thing that I, that I just took away from the, the the gentleman I was speaking with that day was, um, you know what, Let, let's take a quick break before I go into that. Um, please give us a call back. uh if you want to join this conversation, we're talking about blotting out Jesus Christ, the Son of God, where we encounter people that actually separate Jesus' teaching from the from Him. Um, so, yeah, uh, give us a call at five one six three eight seven one four two seven. If you want to add something, we'll be right back in a little
1: bit. Do you desire to go deeper in your life with Christ? Join us at walkingischrist.com where we have Bible study podcasts to help guide you through the word of God. Walkingischrist.com. Come learn the word of God with us today. Amen. Okay, we're we're back. Um,
0: Okay, we're back. Uh, Yeah, so the gentleman, that I was talking to, it was really interesting because uh, it seemed like the way he was talking about the Bible, like, I'm like, man, it's more than just words on the page, you know, it's, we're trying to get connected to the spirit of God uh, through faith. Yeah. But it just seemed like he was talking about it like it was a rule book. And, well, no, the Bible says this and that, and I kept redirecting What about Jesus? Well, let's talk about him. You know, mm-hmm. But he he always like get humbled when I brought up Jesus. But it seemed like he had a problem with the Bible. And then it's just like, well, you know, Jesus says scriptures point to him. Mm-hmm. Why don't you start with him and see what you come up with? But it seemed like he liked him, but just one part of him, which is what he taught. Yeah. And he probably didn't like what he did. Jesus did good work. Oh, no question. He fed uh, people that were hungry, he healed the sick, he raised the dead, he did good things. Uh, things we, you know, it's just great things. Yeah. But when it came to the part about the cross, he just denied it. And I was like, "Why, you know?" But we're what this this I guess this second session or this second segment. Um, we're gonna discuss the Son of the Living God. Um, how, what Joe brought it up earlier. It seems as though, and maybe there are even some believers that do this. When we start to talk about the supernatural things that Jesus talked about, it's like, ah, well, let's just sweep that under the rug. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not important. We, you know, that ah, just focus on, you know, you know, giving to the poor or get, you know, you know right. It's just like things that we can do. Obviously, we can do, but does that really? Uh, let our light shine. Like, I, I look at it as Jesus and being a disciple of a whole package deal. Even the parts that are com- probably very ridiculous. Uh, it's just like, that's our calling, yeah. you know. Um, even society loves when you give to the poor. and make a big show out of it. You know, they love yeah. when
1: you start foundations and get people off the street. Well, I'd be careful. I, I see what you're saying, and that's not wrong. People love that in general, but... In terms of what people love, we should be really careful because if you look at our news, what people really like, even if no one will say they like this, is people really like watching bloodshed and stuff on the news. That is true, too. People really – think of how negative the news is most of the time. And if you think to yourself, well – I don't like any of that stuff, my question is, why do you keep watching them? Because there are lots of people who don't watch the news because it can be so bloody and so dark, and it does, in a lot of cases, showcase the worst of humanity. But there's many more people who keep watching, so the news keeps doing that. Mm. A great example of that, unfortunately, is, you know, not to get overly political, but wherever you stand, the election of Donald Trump, in large part, happened because of how much press coverage he got because of the things that he was saying. and He was not saying positive things, and that there was something about him that was just so fascinating to people because he was saying these really horrible things so unabashedly. Mm.
0: You know, that's this really interesting. I, I, it's funny you brought that up. I, maybe I have too much time on my hands uh, when I shouldn't have too much time on my hands. I don't point. think
1: you have too much time on your hands, man. Thanks, Josh. up? But uh, I was actually looking at people's
0: YouTube channel and the statistics, mm-hmm. and you can, as it's a website, you can actually go and look at people's numbers. Okay. And their view count. And it seemed like the most view count from, I, I probably looked about four or five people, but it seemed like the common thread to the highest view count was something negative. Something that that was destructive, something that was, you know, revealing a secret that you didn't know about yeah. this or exposing that, and I'm like, that is like bread and butter on YouTube. That will get the highest. Any, anything controversial, and I think there's something sensual about that because if you have a video or something about love. Boring. Somebody wants to hear that, you know. This world doesn't want to hear that, and that's what Jesus yeah. came and taught. He taught love. He taught those messages, like you know, in Luke, he he taught. Uh, what was it? He said, "Be uh,
1: basically love your enemies." Yeah. Um, I think of Luke six thirty two. too, if you love those who love you, what benefits that? Yeah, well, even, even sinners love those who right, love them. Right, and also he says, because God is
0: kind and merciful to the wicked and ungrateful. Yeah. And it's that's a tough, tough verse, and it kind of takes yeah. the wind out of your sails a little bit to make you check your heart light, like uh, your, the, the light in your life is just like,
1: That's heavy. Yeah, it's so natural for us to feel like we we can earn favor with God because that gives us something that we can do, and it's not wrong to want to do things that will be pleasing to God. But one of the best metaphors that I've heard is it's the equivalent of a little kid. You know, Keith, you're about to have a baby. So imagine a couple years. Yeah, imagine a couple of years, your kid draws you a picture of you and Brianna and your family, if you guys get a dog between now and then or something, and it's this really bad picture, uh, right? And it just, you can, you're looking at yourself and you're trying to say, okay, I guess you got the details of me right, but it really just you know, looks like a dog drew it, basically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a drunk dog at that. And you think, okay, this is a really bad drawing, but you see the look on your son's face. You know, he's just he's so proud, he's so happy, he loves you so much that it doesn't matter how poor it looks in your eyes. Mm-hmm. The fact that it was done out of love is what's really moving to you That's good. Yeah, and, and I was so moved when I, I heard that. I think that gave me a really fresh perspective on the idea that, you know, we can and should be doing good things as much for God as for other people. I have no question about that. Yeah. But can't do it for the wrong reasons. We can't think that it's going to really earn us favor with God because anything we can do, God can do infinitely times better. Mm -hmm. And so that's not the point. The point is if we want to have good favor with God, we have to repent of our sin. Mm -hmm. And then we get to do good works, but repentance has to come first. Repentance is first and foremost. If you don't give your heart to God, Mm -hmm. it's the equivalent of being in a relationship with someone and not Really loving them and caring for them. You know, you're just showing up to the meetings, giving them things and, and kinda of going, Yeah, whatever at a certain point the other person is going to notice. God, right. being all knowing, notices right away. Yes, notice he's even before you notice. So. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing is, um, going back to that gentleman in the second segment, uh, Jesus being the Son of God, laying down his life, shedding his blood for the remission of our sins. Mm-hmm. So we can repent and believe on the Son, you know, turn, renew our minds, whatever we were doing, whatever we were thinking, put all our stock in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like that piece is, no, that is the gospel. Yeah. But he, in essence, rejected the gospel. Like, so it was like, okay, you like his teachings? Great. The gift to the poor? Wonderful. You know, don't cause children stuff stop, cause, don't cause children to stumble. Got it. Great. Awesome. But what about putting your faith in his blood? Putting your faith that he died and rose again for you. Putting your faith uh, and received the sonship by faith. What if, like, that is the the peace that you need? You know, and it was just like, oh, you know, no. It was like, he's almost at the mountain, but he's like, nah. You know, and, and I don't know what, like, again, I Maybe you guys listening out here maybe could shed some light on this. Um, five one six three eight seven one four two seven. But I don't know why you would want to separate that from G like that was his ministry.
1: But yeah. It, well, it's just it's really hard for a lot of the world to accept. It. I think mean, I don't know which letter it was in, but in one of his letters Paul says, you know, to the world that is foolishness but to us it is something along the lines of truth or life or whatever it is that you said. But that's what it comes down to. And for most people, most people don't want to think like that. People want, you know, comfort. People want to be able to watch WrestleMania or, you know, you were talking about um, YouTube channels. As someone who has a YouTube channel, I do go on YouTube periodically. And some of the really popular stuff right now, for instance, is here there's CinemaSense. Oh, yeah. Heard that. Yeah, they're really popular right now. And the whole point of any scene video is just taking a movie, you know, sometimes a bad movie, sometimes an average movie, but oftentimes a good movie, and just bringing it down by pointing out all the stuff that's wrong with it. And sometimes if you watch the videos, you can think, well, you know, that wasn't necessarily a valid point. Yeah. or that wasn't necessarily what happened or you can even look in the production and find out, oh, maybe this wasn't happening the way that that's being portrayed. And the guys who run have said, you know, they're just doing this as parody, but other times they say they're doing it for legitimate criticism. But when you boil it down, whichever one of those is more true than the other, they're doing it for views, Mm. right? And everyone has reasons for doing stuff, whether it's for views or whether it's, you know, to get something. Everyone's trying to get something. The dreaded view yeah, count. Yeah. The dreaded like button. Yeah. The dreaded love <laughs> button. What yeah. have you done to us? Oh, goodness. <laughs> and, and that's the, that's the hardest thing about the gospel, because, you know, you can watch a few minutes of a Sin video or any YouTube video or anything, really, read a post, you know, and it will stick with you for however long it sticks with you. But... The thing about, you know, trusting in Christ is that's a commitment. You know, love is both an action
0: and an emotion. So it's
1: one thing to have the emotion for Christ, Yeah. Right? It's one thing to say, wow, here's this amazing teacher. But in order to take on the action, you have to accept that everything that he said is real, including and especially the parts right? Right. about him being the son of the living God, coming to redeem mankind from our sins, which means accepting that you're a sinner. And that's... That's difficult.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, that's why it's also uh, the, the, the word says, uh, 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 you know, God loves uh, a contrite spirit or a contrite mm. heart, you know, coming to him humble, broken, almost, so he can mend that brokenness. Yeah. Um, it's, it. That's what he wants to do, but you have to let your pride go and just receive it. And that's the thing, it's like, Jesus is the healer. Jesus is the savior. Jesus is the provider. Jesus is our comforter. Jesus yeah. is all these things. So we're helpless before him. We can't mm-hmm. do anything without him. Our work yeah. is so it's, it's him through us doing it. It's not us doing it. It's it's the, it's the, it's the work of God
1: in us. Um, and it's really hard because we naturally – have you heard that Maxwell song, Rings? No, I have not. Heard. There's this song by Macklemore called "Wings" that has this really cool beat and this really interesting anti consumerist message. I really like it. And at one point, the lyrics are—he's uh, kissing in the background because he's basically going all anti-Nike in this oh. song. It's a much better song than Making It Sound, I promise. And so the lyrics at one point are: um, "I want a star to start a reach for, tell me what it takes." You know, and then give me a start, to reach for everything. And it's just, that's how we are. You know, we see something we want to reach for. And we should be reaching for being more like Christ. But right, that's, more and more, as our culture goes in the direction, you know, where our attention span is decreasing, where, you know, we want everything to be quick fixes. It's just so hard for us to want to be in something in the long term. So mm. you get, even within the church, there are people who go to churches, and have just this really antinomian attitude. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't save, because that's just trying to get to the dark side of what we're talking about, which is faith in Christ. It is possible to believe that Jesus existed, that Jesus died for our sins, but then there are people who believe that that means that that gives us a license to sin. Mm -hmm. And it's just completely profane. In the name of Christ and so much of what He taught.
0: It perverts. It perverts the gospel. See, yeah. Here's the thing. Um, I, I I said this to the gentleman. I said this. Is, I said this is real. You know. And he kept trying to intellectualize it. And he kept trying to, you know, make a, a. I don't know what he was trying to do with it. Make it more it, tangible for him. Make more it more tangible. Thing. I said, listen. This changes your life. And he said, oh. So behavior modification. And I was just like, okay, that's how you want to think about it. But it's so much
1: more than changing my behavior. Can I, can I get out of that before please, we, we go Because I mentioned Among the Wolves by Dottie Lewis earlier. He actually mentions the idea of behavior modification. Because yeah. that's what, I'm serious, that's what the church aims for a lot of the time. Yeah. Behavior modification is good. But first needs to come, as Lewis put this, Heart transformation. Mm-hmm. That's what we're really looking for in making disciples. Mm-hmm. Heart transformation. You can't make someone change their behavior if they don't want to do it in the first place. And you yeah. have to get their hearts to change. And that's actually not even really something that you can do on your own. Only can God. Do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that is God acting. And that's, that's what he was thing. trying
0: to get at and it was like, Well, no, like I don't go to church so my pastor could tell me to behave myself, and then I go back. Home. No, that's not. That's not the walk. The walk is Christ does heart transformation, mm-hmm. and he it makes it. He makes it so real that it, it's like you can touch it, and you start to see things differently through yeah. the Holy Spirit. That's how it works. It's not. Um, oh, you know, I need to become a Christian so I can stop smoking cigarettes. No. <laughs> That that's 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 not it. It's so much more than you putting down a cigarette. It's so much more than you not getting drunk and going to a club. Or it's so much more than these things.
1: Yeah, it's putting off the old self, putting off you know smoking and, and putting on the new man. Exactly. Which actually, like you pointed out
0: earlier. Serving other people. Yeah, And
1: not, love. It's <laughs> it's not serving other people so you can look good, because that's not serving people in love. That's serving people in selfishness. If you're yeah. serving people in selfishness, then you haven't changed at all. You're just doing something slightly different to yeah. try and make yourself look good. Yeah, and, lo- and love changes the
0: heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that's, that's a good thing. we put really, glad you said that, putting off yeah. the old man. And it's like you have to look at the other side of it. It's like, we don't steal anymore if you used to steal,
1: because you have a God that provides. You don't yeah. need to steal if you're a Christian. That's a really good point. You, not, yeah, stealing is one of those topics, now that you kind of mention it, that doesn't come up very often. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just doing it out there. It's, it's a good one, though. Yeah, it, it's like, we don't need to
0: sleep around. Like, we thought when we didn't have Christ, because God is our sufficiency in all things, sexually and things like that. And he can provide you with a spouse that will love you more than you can even imagine. So the thing is, it's like, I'm not serving the Lord to get things. I'm serving the Lord because, you know... He is the bread of life. He is my source. I, yeah. Through him is all things. Everything I do, my money, the way I talk to people, what I tweet about, what I do on my time, is all him. And and that's how this walk is supposed to be about. And it's and it's, and it's a journey. It's We're all kids growing. You know? it, this, I mean, it would be cool if this was like a matrix. Someone could type <laughs>
1: We're pl- someone plug us in- into a Christian machine. You just want to wear a black trench <laughs> coat, don't you. It'd I kind of, of do. I don't it'd it would be kind of cool if there was something called a Christian machine
0: and we could sit down and someone, j- like jecks this machine in the back of our head, yeah. and someone does a code, and then we're, we're, boom, and then we boom, we're saved, and all this other stuff, and, stuff, and we're, we're perfect. But It doesn't work like that because God is real. And he's very relational, and he wants to talk with you. He wants to communicate with you and all these things. But it takes time to do that, it takes time in a relationship with him, and he can show you. Um, in, in the Bible, it says um, the grace of God teaches us how to deny him godliness. And it's a teaching, but we have to be able to receive what he's saying because he wants to teach us in these areas so we can really display the love that Jesus has. It's not just about us cleaning up our lives. There's 12-step programs
1: that can do that. Yeah, actually, uh, AA and all the anonymous, they all kind of have the same... You know, way of looking at things, and they were actually founded by evangelical Christians. And that's good. Oh, it's great. But, but it's, like, so much more.
0: And I think that's what this guy uh, was looking at. He he just thought it was behavior modification. You just heard Jesus died for his sins in church and you just are repeating this, and that. I'm like, bro, you don't, I mean, you don't know me. You don't know what the Lord has done in my life. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you're, you, I know what you've probably been brought up, and in, in, I think he said he was a, uh, Catholic. He's raised Catholic. Okay. So, you know, he's heard all this lingo
1: before, but I don't think he's made the cross personal to him. Yeah. And um, I think what you're talking about, and I'm really glad you're bringing this up because uh-huh. this is really good for anyone who listens to this at almost any phase, I would say, is that there's a big difference in belief and faith. Mm. You know, it's one thing to believe that something happens. it's another thing to really have faith in it to really let that guide your life mm-hmm. and that's what jesus wants that's what gives us life in you know this body in this world yeah. and will ultimately give us eternal life it's that faith that really transforms us mm-hmm. and it's not a one-and-done thing it's not what you know antinomian christians or catholics or anyone wants to believe where it's like okay i believe jesus sacrament and great can i move on with my life now <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing that's how people want it to to be. They want it to be this one and done quick fix and they don't realize that's how it works. There is work that you need to put in once you really receive the teaching because if you really receive it, then it's not one and done. It affects you. It's huge. It changes everything. It's it's a marriage. That's that's probably one of the best
0: descriptions I can use call a Christian relationship, it's a marriage you have to spend time, when I
1: got married to my wife, I didn't say, you know what, I can do whatever I want now, oh I, I hope you did you
0: know, I, I can do whatever I want, I'm married who gives a crap, I don't have to listen to her, I don't have to talk to her, she does what I say and whatever, I'm married, screw it no, it doesn't work that way because it, 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 you, you're married to a real human being that has feelings, that has a brain that, that has a you know, thought process that has patterns that you need to listen to and pay attention to um, with everything. They're a breathing human being that God created with value, and they want to spend time with you and talk to you. They Mm -hmm. sometimes just going to take time, and that's the same way it is with our Father. He wants to spend time with us. He wants to talk to us, but it takes time. You have to hear from him and Learn to hear his voice clearly. Learn to grow your faith in prayer. Is it's different things that are good to do because it helps you get a better revelation of who God is and how loving He is. Yeah. But if you just say, oh I gotta believe, let me go back outside and do whatever I want to do, it's like well, well if you believed it like wh- like why not hear from the Almighty God and see what He has to say? Yeah. And you really like you know what I'm saying like definitely. Isn't that like. Better than anything else, like God, the creator of all things, wants to be in a relationship with you, wants to have his spirit dwelling in you, yeah, and his love in you, and it's like, hey, let me check this out. So, like, if you get married to any newlyweds listening to this, you're married to your wife, it's like, oh, man, I, I get that spend time with her, I get to move in with her, I get to be around this person all the time, this is great, you know, it's not like, hey, I know we just got married yesterday, but I'm out of here, I'm I'm gone, I'm going to just go hang out with my boys, and we're going away on the weekend, I'll talk to you all the time, Mm. it's, uh, it doesn't doesn't work that way, we're going to make a quick, take another quick break, and uh, come back with some final thoughts right after this,
1: Do you desire to go deeper in your life with Christ? Join us at walkingwithchrist.com, where we have Bible study podcasts to help guide you through the Word of God. Walkingwithchrist.com. Come learn the Word of God with us today. Amen. All right,
0: so we're back. Um, we final thought. Great conversation tonight. Oh, um, thank you. No, no problem, man. Praise the Lord, man. Um. This last segment we like to call challenge and application. Um, So we're just going to lay out a quick challenge. Uh, Joe, for anyone listening to this, what challenge in that application would you like to, you know, give to our listeners tonight, something they could challenge up to the week?
1: Maybe for for tomorrow. Something small. We got to start small. Well, the good news about this challenge is I think this is a challenge that's both very big and potentially very small. So you can start this tomorrow, or you can do this any day, but really think of what your faith looks like in your life. Mm-hmm. Is it just a belief like we were talking about with the brand that Keith found, or is it do you really have genuine faith in Jesus' sacrifice? How does that shape you? How does knowing that we were created beings, right, created for a relationship in a fallen world, with the possibility of redemption for sins that are infinitely bad in the eyes of an infinitely holy God, how does that affect you? How does that affect your relationships with others? Do you tell others about Christ? Do you show Christ in your life? Both of those things are good, and there's, you know, maybe more a place for the second one than the first, but, just really looking at your life and what that looks like to you if this is really something that you believe. And if it's something that you don't believe, well, what do you believe Mm -hmm. about Jesus? Do you believe that he was a liar, lunatic, or, you know, if you reject those things because his teachings are good and sound, does it make sense that maybe he really was Lord and is still Lord? Great, great. I just
0: want to, issue a challenge, uh, an application. Uh, if you for, for our believers, if you talk to anyone that is of the faith um, and the, the conversation goes to um, talking about Jesus, it, it, it's not a bad thing to, to see and check you know, check in with the gospel here and there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Be reminded of why we've gotten to this in the first place. Um, be reminded of you know, the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the power uh, of the Lord, and, and, and that what he did, that loving act, what he did for us, um, what we've heard and what we receive received and believed in faith, like those things, it's, it's really, really important to check in with that, even with your own self of why you're in this and not to get stuff but just to be in communion, communion with him. Um, and he's faithful. And for our unbelievers listening to this, um, I want to challenge you to check out Jesus Christ. I, I say this often. Not what he taught, only what he taught, but what he did and what that meant. Um, not just picking pieces of loving your neighbor and things like that. Those things are very important. But learn to accept his sacrifice and what he did for you. There's a lot of people that don't like that part of the story. and But that is the part of the story, and it's there. And I don't even think Peter liked that part of the story. I don't think the <laughs> disciples liked that part of the
1: story. Yeah. But he said, no, it these to happen.
0: Yeah, even
1: Jesus later said, I don't know if kind are it. No, I think it's um, Philippians where after the cross was all done, Jesus counted it all, the sacrifice and the pain, as joy. Mm-hmm. Just remember that mm-hmm. he was that willing to go to the cross for our him because he knew it would he would be counting it as joy, even though you know there's red leading up to the cross. He still counted it as joy because he cares for us that much. Right. That promise you can have. You yeah. part in that promise, and it can transform your life, as it's transformed mine and many others. Yeah. And, and Joe wasn't raised Christian, like no. a lot of
0: people think, and and. and and there are some people that aren't Christians. There are some people that did not grow up Christian. I know it may seem hard to believe in America, but it's true. And uh, he's one of them. His testimony is a blessing, and it's power. No one convinced them. The Holy Spirit convinced them. It's a tangible power. So check out what Jesus is offering. Um, he's offering himself, essentially. Mm-hmm. And that's the greatest gift you could ever receive because you you don't have to worry or stress or be in the darkness anymore. You you found the light, or the light has found you rather. and apprehended you. and just let go and let him have his way. He he, he knows what he's doing. So I just wanted to challenge you with that. Uh, God
1: bless you guys, Joe. You can sign us off as last minute guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's even if you don't see yourself as a believer right now, as someone who's been in your shoes uh, in the past, things can change, you know? There's a lot to think on. It's not worth dismissing because this is your whole life that we're talking about. This is potentially the life afterwards. There's just, there's so much here. And the fact that you guys are even listening to this says something about you. So, I will definitely be praying for you guys who are listening, and I just pray that if you do find someone who's just like the guy that um, Keith encountered, that you would just you know be a light, loving to him, listen, but also make sure you explain that there is much more of the gospel than most people want to make it out to be. My Facebook channel, again, is Finding Faith. It's one word if you search on YouTube, and... Yeah, just go ahead and check it out. I have a Facebook page too. It may be easier to find my Facebook page through my YouTube channel. I haven't really tried doing it a different way, but Keith will also have a link to my YouTube channel in season premiere for Straight Talk to Joe. I was his special guest, and you got a link to my channel there. You can check out his Facebook page for links to that as well. And yeah, guys, thank you so much. God bless. Really appreciate your time. Go forth, make disciples. Welcome to the show, it's Straight Talk with Joe,
0: welcome to the show, it's Straight Hey there, this is Keith from Straight Talk with Joe, and the conversation doesn't have to stop. Feel free to hit us up on any one of our social media outlets from Twitter all the way to Facebook. So for Twitter, hit us up at Straight Talk Joe. That's S-T-R-8 Talk Joe. And on Facebook, just search us in Straight Talk with Joe, and we'll pop right up. Our website is www.straighttalkjoe.com, and our Instagram is At Straight Talk Joe. I know that's a lot of Straight Talk Joes, but we want to encourage you guys to keep plugging in. We want to stay connected with you. God bless you. Jesus loves you. Shalom.